0: You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that brings you all things pedal pumping with me, your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can find out more about me on my website, mimifootnip.com. This week, I'm going to read excerpts from a couple of pedal pumping stories, and then I have a special treat for you. But before I do any of that... I want to give my patrons, Tev, Matt, Joe, Jim, and Riker a huge shout out and thank you for being my true crew and helping build and shape the podcast. I really love the community vibe we are building over on Patreon surrounding the podcast and it feels like a more emotional and intellectual connection in addition to the sexual and fetish connection that we share through my podcast my work as a video producer, just really love it. It's been so much fun so far, and it's really fun to see the Patreon community grow. So if you're not a patron, and it sounds like something you'd enjoy, head on over to patreon.com and search for the Pedal Pumping Podcast. You can also find links on my website, MimiFootnip.com, and in the show notes, Warning, I also have a foot photography Patreon for fans of my high arched feet, so make sure you're joining the Pedal Pumping Podcast Patreon. The photography Patreon is under my name, Mimi Footnip, whereas the Patreon associated with the podcast is patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast. So just make sure you're joining the correct one or the, the one that you're, the one that you like. Actually, the reason I bring up Patreon is because Tev requested that I talk about my own pedal pumping experiences, specifically car trouble that I've had on the podcast. And Tev, today your wish is my command. So let's take a quick break and then it's story time. Okay, we're back. So today I want to start with a teaser from a story written by Jim Shu. He's a fetish author, and we've been working together on loads of great content. You can read and listen to my narration of this story and others on the Pedal Pumping Podcast Patreon. This is a story about a woman named Melissa. She inserted the ignition key and pleaded with the car. Please, come on, please start. The key turned quickly. The starter motor engaged. Melissa gave the beast some gas. Her right foot pumped down hard on the gas pedal again and again. Three pumps as the massive engine groaned and the starter motor strained to turn over the motor. Wah, wow 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 Quietly, she pleaded with the car, begging it to start. Please start. I can't be late again. Please start. Wah, 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 the engine turned over and over. Please, Melissa whispered. She leaned her head on the steering wheel. Please start. Melissa turned the key again and simultaneously pumped the gas. The gas pedal squeaked with each pump. She perked up as the engine started to sputter. Burr, 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 burr. Melissa held the key a moment longer, and the machine was able to sustain itself. Rum, 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 Yes, she exclaimed. "Thank you, thank you," Melissa said, and took a deep breath and grasped the stick shifter. The long shaft had a slight bend, angling toward the driver's seat. The stick was notchy and hard to move. She pressed her left foot hard to the floor fully disengaging the clutch. Her muscles tensed, and she pushed the stick shift into the reverse position. Clang, click, as the notchy metal gears moved. It required a slight jiggle from side to side to engage the gear. Melissa looked over her shoulder, right hand on the seat back as she eased out the clutch. The engine dropped in RPMs, and she responded with more gas. The hulking machine moved. It started to roll. Her experience with the beast was limited, and years ago, her confidence eroded as the engine sputtered. She let the clutch out too quickly, and the engine stalled. The full story can be enjoyed on the Pedal Pumping Podcast Patreon. Also on Patreon is Eric's full email from last week's episode, read aloud by me. It's about 20 minutes long, and it covers so much ground. It's pretty interesting. I also want to share an excerpt from a story that I've written about a woman named Miriam, and you can find her entire story on Patreon as well, narrated by me. Miriam pumped and cranked and bounced. Come on, old boy, come on! She urged the truck to start with renewed confidence. With a bit of juice in the battery, the engine turned over. The man leaned into the engine bay, pressing his pelvis into the smooth, warm, metal body of the old truck. His cock had been hard since he saw Miriam earlier in the day when he drove past. Miriam continued under her breath. Come on, start. She cranked and bounced, which caused the truck to shudder and vibrate, sending waves of pleasure to the man's eager cock as he pressed and rubbed a little harder against the side of the vehicle. The sounds and smells emanating from the cab of the truck, mixed with the hot engine, gasoline, and the bouncing vibrations on his cock were more than he could handle. He unzipped his pants. His cock found its way instinctively into his hand and he began stroking himself in unison with Miriam's pleas. Please start for me. Come on now, startle boy. You can do it. You can do it. Come on, please. She coaxed and begged. Keep going, he called out to her. We're almost there. He was nearing climax. Miriam continued to crank and bounce and pump. He could feel the engine struggle against each delicate twist of her wrist and pump of her foot. The whole entire part one and part two of Miriam's story is on Patreon, the Pedal Pumping Podcast Patreon. So if you're interested, you can check it out there. Okay, and now I'm going to share my personal... My personal story. This is just one of many that I have. And so uh, I will just get into it. So to set the scene, this was in 2010. I was I had been divorced for just a couple of years at that point. And I was spending a lot of time with my girlfriends and kind of making up for lost time. So we were doing a lot of like girls weekends and shopping and clubbing and uh, just socializing, just really doing tons of socializing, traveling. And so one Saturday, we had planned to drive to San Francisco. It's a couple hours from from the city that we live in, and we decided that I would drive. I don't remember how that decision was made, but we, we used to kind of rotate who was driving, and at the time i had a 2003 silver turbo jetta that was a lot of fun to drive i really liked that car actually it was fully loaded it had really pretty light gray leather seats and the moonroof and all all the bells and whistles it was it was a pretty cool cool little car back in the day and so um i had it had been decided that I would drive. I picked up my friends that morning. We were heading out pretty early to get to San Francisco. We wanted to spend the day shopping, have lunch, continue shopping, maybe grab some dinner and then head home Saturday night. So uh, we were planning to shop in the Union Square area. So for those of you who don't know, San Francisco Union Square has a lot of department stores and a lot of boutiques and a lot of like popular retail shops and restaurants and entertainment it's just kind of a cool little like downtown area everything's going great I am wearing kind of a cute but practical outfit so I'm wearing I don't know if you guys remember in like around 2010 it was popular to wear pattern tights so, I, and I wish they were still in style because I wish I could go out and buy some more. I loved them. I had these nude colored tights that were kind of like a fishnet pattern, like the that diamond pattern of fishnets. But instead of just big, like net, it was, um, the pattern was like little holes that kind of created this diamond shape. Anyway, it they were really cute. And um, so I was wearing my nude, tights and like a cowl neck like oatmeal cowl neck really lightweight kind of summery sweater with a leather jacket and for shoes I was wearing boots because I knew I'd be on my feet all day so I didn't want to be in my typical high heels which is what I used to always wear to work and everywhere else um, so I, I had boots that were only like I don't know maybe an inch inch and a half heel They're essentially, in my book, they're flats, and they were kind of a little bit slouchy, like a slouchy leather boot. They were like this really pretty kind of camel, like tan leather, almost like a honey color, just really rich. And they had a kind of a pointed toe, not like pointy pointy, but like, I guess, almond shaped toe. They were really pretty and really cute and they looked great with everything. I was also wearing like a denim pencil skirt that was above the knee so kind of like a a shorter I wouldn't say a mini skirt but like a short skirt like hitting you know maybe I don't know like what three three four inches above the knee and a leather jacket. So I felt like for San Francisco even though it was I think summertime or spring. It was either spring or summer, maybe like May, May or June. You know, San Francisco can still be pretty cold. And so, but if the sun comes out it can be pretty warm, so I was trying to dress in a way that I could be comfortable while shopping and comfortable you know going in and out of shops and with the weather and whatnot so that was my outfit and I remember just feeling excited and we're driving up there and you know we're like taking car selfies and we're talking about you know guys we're dating and my two girlfriends also one had gotten with you know was divorcing I think she started her divorce process maybe six, six months or so after I, I did. And then the other girlfriend, she hadn't ever been married, but she had had the same boyfriend since high school and they had lived together. I mean, it was just might as well have been a marriage. I think they had been together for like, I don't know, 10 plus years, 10, 15 years or something. So they were breaking up, like she had moved out. So we were all kind of in this like post- uh, relationship status of like being newly single and dating again and so we were just like having so much fun. We have the radio going, you know, like little road trip to San Francisco for shopping day. Super stoked. Okay, so we get up to San Francisco and everything is like going just fine but spoiler alert, <laughs> it doesn't end this way. So... <sighs> okay, so... If you know San Francisco, you, you'll, you'll be familiar with a street called Market Street, which is like right in the downtown area and I'm driving along Market Street and I'm going to you know drive to a parking garage so we can park and start shopping and right on Market Street, which is a super, super busy street, by the way, and it's in front of like Nordstrom and this huge mall my car starts to make this crazy sound and it's like rum, 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 like rumbling like rum, 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 like kind of running rough. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But whatever. I don't know. So like but and we're sitting in traffic, by the way, as this is happening. So it starts like running really rough, kind of making some weird sounds. And I was just like, I didn't know what to do. So I was, I started giving it gas, like trying to keep it from, keep the engine from stalling or just failing altogether. I was like, okay, you know, we're in traffic. So I, I put it in, neut- I put the car in neutral and was kind of like, not like hard revving or anything, but just trying to like keep, gas flowing to it and I looked and I still had like a good you know half a tank of gas so I was like okay it's not like I'm not running out of gas I've actually never run out of gas so I don't really know what that sounds like the car was running really rough and I was trying to keep it going by just giving it gas and I remember just like gripping the the leather steering wheel and or I don't know if it's really leather but it feels like leathery like that stuff that the you know anyway so I just remember like gripping the steering wheel and like holding the car like with my right hand on the like on neutral and kind of trying to just gently just give it like little taps of gas like boom 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 you know just like gently um because I didn't want to attract more attention either I was trying to be surreptitious about it Plus, you know, like, we're downtown. There's tons of people everywhere, like, traffic. So we're just inching along and on the way to the parking garage, and then right there on Market Street, the car just dies. It just dies. And I was like, oh, no, this is not happening. Like, because there's nowhere for me to pull over. You know, I'm just, like, exposed out there in the middle of the street there are tons of people like the sidewalk is probably as wide as the street it's like a super huge sidewalk a lot of people in San Francisco take public transportation or walk places so the sidewalk is like completely packed with people like business people homeless people I mean it's you know everybody's there and I'm like thinking oh my god what am I gonna do so I try starting the car and I turn the key and just it it just kind of makes this sound like but nothing happens it doesn't start so I try cranking it again and I crank it again and I'm cranking it and as I'm cranking it I can feel my heart is just pounding like no 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 this is not ha-. like you know just freaking out because I'm thinking it just has to start. It has to start. Oh, my God. If it doesn't start, it has to start. Please, please, please start. And so I, I'm like cranking it. My friends are just like silent in the in the car, like one's in the front seat, you know, the passenger seat and one's in the back. And they're just like silent, just like staring at me trying to get the car started. And I'm trying to act cool. Like, I got this. No problem. But in my mind, I'm like pleading, like, please, please start. Oh, my God, please start. And after I cranked it, I don't know, maybe six or seven times, it finally stopped turning over. And I think the battery was just gone at that point. And so after it stopped turning over, I was like, well, there's, you know, obviously, I can't keep trying. There's nothing that can be done. Like, so we called AAA, tow truck came. Of course, my car was sitting there for like a good long time. It's, tow trucks aren't just like, they don't just magically appear immediately. So I don't know, like 40 minutes just sitting there, like people are honking. I don't even have hazard lights because I don't think I have any battery. You know, nothing is happening in the car. Um, it's just completely, completely dead. Oh, I was so bummed. And I was like, okay, you know, I need to obviously get my car towed home, but I don't know how I don't even know if Triple H is gonna tow it that far. Cause, you know, we're in San Francisco. I needed to get home. We were like a couple hours outside the city. So my friends, of course, like, we were all super disappointed. They weren't assholes about it. But, like, I could tell, you know, we were all, like, hyped up about going on this shopping trip. And we are starting to get hungry. And, like, you know, lunch was not going to be happening. And just sucked. And so the tow truck finally came. And then it turns out the tow truck can only take two of us. So that means one of my friends had to be left behind in San Francisco, which was just fucking crazy. So the one that had moved out, like, had broken up with the boyfriend, the long-term boyfriend, she had started dating this guy, and he happened to be in San Francisco that day. Um, I don't – I think he was at a Giants game with some friends. And so she called him, and he said that, you know, yeah, I'll come get you, and – um and i think he like i, I don't i don't remember exactly cuz i wasn't there but i think like they hung out in san francisco and then he d- drove her to his place and sp- she spent the night there so, cuz he he didn't that guy didn't live in our city he lived in another city somewhere else in the bay area so it was like okay she at least had someone that could give her a ride somewhere where she could sleep that night and then the other girl and I got in the tow truck and got a ride home and well got a ride to the mechanics um, and where I dropped my car off, I had the tow truck drop my car off at the at the shop, and that was my pedal pumping story so it's not it wasn't like as sexy as um <laughs> as as pedal pumping is when I'm creating it and filming it. It was pretty stressful. It was also pretty expensive, as I recall. And it was the beginning of a lot of car trouble around that time. I remember that uh, my car was giving me a lot of grief, and I ended up eventually offing it. So, but that was, like, the most dramatic car trouble story of the jetta when i broke down right in downtown san francisco with my friends totally ruined our day so i hope you enjoyed that that's my story and we'll do it again next week see you back here same time same place have a great one